0: Let me just tell you, boys, it's great. Oh, please, you... Dave, tell me how good it was. <laughs> <works. laughs> it's outrageous. Have a look at him. Just have a look at him. He's a superstar.
1: I'm assuming he's trained. If he's playing footy, he's trained. It's damaging, Dave. It's damaging disposal. It is. I it love is. it. It is. Love it. Speaking
0: words of wisdom. Up the Swatties. This is True Bloods, the number one independent Sydney Swans fan podcast. My name is David Baxter. I've got Madison Clark in the studio with me. And how about... That performance from the Swannies, Mads. You just,
1: you just dream about it, Devil. You dream about round one uh, performances such as that. Oh. Outrageous.
0: Absolutely outrageous. And look, I'm a bit overwhelmed here, Mads. I don't even know where to start, mate. I oh. don't know where to start. There oh. is so, so much to talk about. Do we start with the young flyer, the NAB Rising star, Errol Goulden?
1: I haven't stopped playing it, Deeble. I haven't stopped playing it. All week, mate. <laughs> All week. But, mate, what what an impact
0: to have as, you know, first-year player, first game, you know. he's. Just, this is a thing. We probably didn't give him enough time last week. Looking back on it, you know, we mentioned the name, but he sort of didn't have the, you know, the prowess of your Braden Campbell and your Logan McDonald well, coming straight in. Table,
1: he had didn't kick three goals, take ten marks, and have nine disposals last week. So yeah. it's, uh, you know, you you can only sort of comment on what you see. And I think he, he was always touted as as phenomenal. You know, he's been playing seniors footy for for a number of years, so. Um, and I think he's another one of those
0: players that slid through to 35, 36 yeah. around that mark, and we've got a steal. Nuts.
1: We've got an absolute steal, Deeble. It's unreal. Um, and he's ready made and he's confident. He loves a goal. it It was just so. Good to see somebody so comfortable in his own skin out on an AFL field for his first game ever. You know, can you imagine the nerves? I imagine if I stepped out playing my first game of AFL football, I would be absolutely shitting myself, Debel. He had no worries whatsoever. It's un- unbelievable.
0: And it, the best part about it, it is such a well-rounded performance. It's not like he's kicked three goals and that's all he's done, but not, he had that beautiful kick across, you know, a Cross the fifty over the arc, hit Blakey, one out, you know, had that precise left foot kick that as we spoke about last week, not many people can do. And he's pulled that off and he's just he showed he's got that slice of class that doesn't come along with every first year player.
1: I almost think it's more than a slice of class. I uh, the the things that do you
0: think he's oozing I class? I think he's
1: oozing class, Deble, for mine. Um Deble, I think. The things that stood out for me was you never saw him blaze away. In fact, with all our three debutants, there was no blazing away. There was no selfishness. It was all about doing the team thing first and and just dropping the eyes and making sure that you've got you're making the right decision. I, I saw that with um, Braden Campbell. I saw it with Logan McDonald, but Errol Golden, especially, he had 19 disposals, Steves, and he used every one of them perfectly. Playing half forward. Yeah, playing half exactly. forward, you know,
0: having nineteen touches—that's that's the equivalent to having thirty in the middle. Absolutely, there's, there's no doubt, and that that's just the the top of the iceberg. Is such as so much more to touch on uh, out of the weekend mads. Do we go with Logan McDonald?
1: Just again, class, fast can clunk him, kick straight. I mean, the the first touch he had, he just wound up from fifty almost.
0: It's unbelievable how comfortable he looks at AFL level. Any player above 190 centimetres typically gets touted as they've got guaranteed, you know, four or five years in the system to yeah. show something. Yeah. He's showing something straight away, Mads. And that's, that's what's so exciting. It's unbelievable.
1: It's a real testament to the way we recruit because I think over the last couple of years, I haven't been, you know, marquee names. Well, I guess Logan McDonald was because North really should have picked him up. Yeah. Really, really should have picked him up. How do you get rid of Ben Brown yeah. and then not get Logan yeah. McDonald? Yeah. It's nuts. It's, in a word, yeah. troubling. Yeah. Um, but what, we, it, it's a real testament to us. Like, the guys from last year, you look at your Dylan Stevens, Will Gould hasn't really gotten a go at senior level yet. Mm. But we're dealing with really, really good selections in, in drafts. And, I mean, to get... Errol Golden at that at that level, and to get to to get Logan McDonald, who was touted as definitely without doubt a top ten pick, and to see how he operates on on game day, he, um, it's really hard not to get ahead of yourself and get really excited, Deeps.
0: It is, it is, and I think we might next up we might talk about one of your men. I think you're claiming him as one of your men. <laughs> oh. And this bloke was unbelievable and probably hasn't been spoken about heaps in the media, but he did receive the seven coaches' votes.
1: we Are talking about uh, Millsy?
0: No, we're not. He got the 10.
1: Oh, he got the 10. Of course he got the 10. 10. Of course he got the 10.
0: That's the Rolls-Royce. Benny's Rolls-Royce. Yeah, I was going to say, he's not my man. He's Ben's man, so I was about to
1: clip you, but you're clipping me, so go ahead. Tom Hickey. Oh, unreal. Nine clearances.
0: Nine clearances. And... Look, I'm going to go out on a limb and say his ruck work was good, great, but not excellent. Um, I think there's room for improvement there, but the work that he did around the ground and earning his own pill in there, some I think thirteen of his can uh, thirteen of his twenty two touches were contested which against is huge.
1: a really seasoned ruckman as well.
0: Exactly right. Uh, just like to come into the side and be. Get that much of the ball and having a real influence in the middle is huge for the Swannies. Do you know
1: what I like, Debel? Go
0: on. What do you His like, His first
1: mates? two minutes of the game yep. were fucking garbage. He made, he, I think he made four errors in the first two minutes of the game. One led to a goal. Yeah,
0: I think the Swans on a whole, yeah. their first, you know, our first five minutes was very, very average.
1: And he worked back like the whole team did, yep. worked back into the game. Um, and... <clears throat> Sorry. Tom Hickey's at his fourth club. Yep. Right. So he's been thrown on the scrap heap a number of times. What do we do with people that are thrown on the scrap heap, Debs? Mate,
0: we turn them into superstars. We
1: absolutely do. We turn
0: them into all Australians.
1: Correct. Um, And I think this is – it's just so good to have a tap Ruckman. Yeah. Sinkers could never do it. I know we love Chief. I know, but he, w- he was a shit-ass Ruckman, yeah. really. Like from a, from a technical standpoint to, yeah. to really look at what a Ruckman is supposed to do. He he battled, he laboured, he was a warrior, and that's fantastic. And I still think that there's a place for him. But Tom Hickey, I, I saw him either he got the, got the pill himself or, or he was tapping to advantage, and it was really good.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. And let's talk about one of Benny's men. The Rolls Royce.
1: The Rolls Royce, Callum
0: Mills in there, 29 touches, two snags. Come of age. And we hasn't... love some midfielders that hit the scoreboard. That scoreboard mm. impact, Mads, we love that. And we do. Millsy was dominant. And as I said last week, I was one of the first to be critical of, you know, not critical, but Millsy was so good at halfback and – being, you know, the definitive player along with Jake Lloyd. Off you court. were hesitant to just chuck him in the midfield. Hesitant to put him in yep. the midfield, mate. But as we've seen in the pre-season, it's, it's the right call. He's a gun in there. He could He's done damage in his first game. Up against, you know, a really good midfield with, you know, Zorko going through there, the, the reigning Brownlow medalist in Lockie Neal. And to get on top of those guys in the middle, win the clearances, earn 29 possessions, hit the scoreboard – Two goals. It's an unbelievable
1: first game, Mads. I couldn't be happier. I couldn't be happier. And I, I was, I too was hesitant about putting him in the midfield because I often live by the phrase, Devil, if it ain't broke, don't fix it." Exactly. Yeah. Um, but, but were I, were we broken? we were pretty
2: broken,
0: Mads. We we finished in the bottom four. You know, three years in a row.
1: That was not Millsy's fault, though. Yeah, I'll definitely not. Yeah. <clears throat> um, and I thought that I never saw him as quick enough. For the midfield, yep. um, and and I, I don't think he's quick, but the way he moves in there and and his skill by foot, he needs to be in there. He's he's the next generation of our midfield, yeah, and it's it's really exciting to see. Um, I think, yeah, I think he's just going to light it up. He's the natural replacement for for JPK almost, yep. really. No,
0: there, um, there's no doubt about that. I think under he's gonna... probably
1: the best tutelage of a midfield that you'd see around with Parker and. Kennedy.
0: Yeah, I think he's going to be able to learn the ins and outs of what those two in Parker and Kennedy have been doing, you know, the last four years. hundred percent. He's going to be able to learn that firsthand um, off them Mads. And I think that's going to be critical. And this is where I think the Swannies are in such a good position. Mads is we've got those experienced players mm. on every line. You've got rampy who should be a, a two, three time all Australian as a fullback. There's no doubt about that. You got him teaching the younger kids up back. Although there's a fair bit of experience back there, but you know, he Rampy takes the big gorilla up forward, but he's also very damaging by foot as well and knows all the right positions to go. So he's going to be able to teach at Brandon Campbell's, right? He's going to be able to show them the ropes. Then you got our young midfield with, you know, Chad Warner getting a bit bit of time through there. All those young guys. We'll touch guys. on him in a bit. You got. Uh, you know, JPK and Parker teaching him. Then you've got Logan McDonald, number four pick, coming in and tearing the game apart. And this week he's got Buddy Franklin out on the field with him. You well, know? but he's got Buddy Franklin every week in training. Exactly you know? right. So these are the players who are going to create, you know, it's going to get that extra, you know, couple of percent out of these young players. And that's where the excitement comes from. From for me, Mads, it's totally it's so exciting, totally.
1: And you mentioned there, Debel. And, and I want to stick on the if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Mills, he's moved out of the uh, the back line, the half back line, but there's a ready made replacement, seemingly, in Braden Campbell. Uh, because he was poised, composed again, with he didn't, didn't have a lot of the pill, I had to think about 12 disposals. I can't yep. see the statute, I think it was that much. I've watched the game three fucking times. <laughs> um, and should have kicked a goal, really. So that's yeah. To what, me, what about
0: the party poopers there? Yeah, the umpires. Spare me. Oh mate, spare I, was, me. I saw him then go to him. But I, I love that you know he's got. We've seen the left foot, the left peg in action yep. now, and we know it's good. It's a Jordan Dawson left foot. We've got two
1: foot. raking left foots coming off half back, and it's, it's so good.
0: It's so good. No, that was very very exciting, man. It's very exciting, and mate, we could go on about this all day. Oh, we will. We will. <laughs> We will, and that mate, as just as the most impressive part of the game for me was for mine mads was for yours, Dable was that first five minutes. You know, Lions getting a quick run on us. You know, these our, are a
1: prelim th- finalists from last year, right? Our
0: boys could have just gone, "Geez, these guys are on." They've kicked the first three. We're in strife here, and you know, put the white flag up, which you do see with teams a lot. Oh yeah, you really do. You know, they get the jump, they and it turns into a seven-eight goal lead. It and, looked like that was going to yeah, happen, and yeah. and you know, you don't recover from that. Very rarely do you recover from that. But the boys raked it back, got on top in the midfield, and then dominated. And I am talking dominated, kicking nine goals in a quarter mads.
1: <laughs> and Debel, it was it was so good to watch because it was a new brand of football. It was everybody I've spoken to at work, all my mates I've spoken to. The 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 tweak is that it's it now looks as though Sydney are going to be a super exciting team to watch this year. Deeble, it doesn't matter if we don't make the finals or or if we do make the finals. The fact of the matter is we're on the right track, and that's what's so exciting.
0: And I find it surprising, and I think it's just because we watch the boys so closely every week, but this has been brewing for 12-18 months. Absolutely it has. There was a clear change in the way we were playing footy last year and that's probably why we lost more games than we probably should Open have. Open yourself up. Yeah. But we were in so many games. So many games last year. I think we'd lost six seven. or seven. It was seven. Seven games yeah. under 12 points. So we've been in a lot of games and, and that just shows that this brand can work and we saw it in that preseason game against GWS. That third quarter, when we put Logan McDonald forward and we had all our structures going, that the brand of footy held up. It held up, and then we've gone bang with it round one against a prelim final finalist who finished. I think they finished second on the ladder last year. Won a lot of games, so we've taken it up to them straight away. And I'm just hoping, hoping that we can hold on and you know f- show this consistency through the year because. On the weekend, we were the second youngest side out there, average age of 23-odd. There was only one team younger than us out there, so that's it's probably the knock is consistency on young teams.
1: And and that's why it's important not to get so ahead of ourselves. Yeah. Oh. You know, you, you can't necessarily expect something like that every week, but I think we have the tools and we have the guys on the park to be able to provide um, something similar to that. We're, we're very well drilled. We're very well coached. Oh, Deble, I've been a heavy critic of horse. Okay. We all know this. We all know this. I'm happy to put my hand up and say we are absolutely on the right track. Absolutely. Yep. Without a shadow of a doubt. Debel, for me For yours, and, and Mads. For mine, it was the fact that we were challenged twice in that well, yeah, we were really yeah. challenged three tw- yeah, twice in that game, the first five minutes, and then they got back level um at, at the end of the second quarter. Yep. And we kicked away again. And that's something that you, you remember, the, the Hawks and the Cats and more recently the Tigers. Those dynasties would just put the foot down when they needed to. And we did that against Brisbane. We literally took the, took the foot off and then put it down when we needed to. And that shows a lot more experience than we otherwise have.
0: Mate, being 50 points up, kicking the first goal of the last quarter... You know that that it's rosy times, rosy times. But it doesn't stop there, Mads. Definitely does not stop there, and we will talk about it as long as we want to. Isaac Heaney, my man. Yeah, oh, I think he's everyone's. He's man. He's everyone's man. He's
1: everyone's man. Just his his first goal. So cool, calm, collected. He hasn't played footy for a long time
0: since round three, a round long four last time. year.
1: Just fit back in like a glove,
0: mate. And as that, you know, you skip it. With Buddy coming back into the side on the weekend, he's going to be that third tall.
1: Yeah. Sorry. Phenomenal.
0: Sorry, boys, but Isaac Heaney is a third tall. Gee whiz, he's going to get some bloke. You know, he's just battling to get a side for a team and he's up against a top five player in the league, Mads. Yep, I would have thought. Mate, he
1: can rip this competition apart this year. He can. There's no doubt. He's easily in the top. I don't want to get ahead of myself, d no. But he's easily in the top 10 in terms of skill, I think. Yeah, Real, Like just raw, natural skill. Ability. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. Just ability, Debs. Yeah.
0: Nah, I'm
2: with you, Mads. And
0: I, I think once they get three or four games into him, you know, a bit more game time, I don't think we'll see much time of him on the bench. Um, I don't
1: think we'll see much time of him in the midfield, to be honest. Yeah. Not not now. I not think, with Millsy. I,
0: I think they will inject him at times you know just to you know show that tackle pressure that he's got but they you know then again they may use that up forward as well just you know lay lay those team lifting bone crunching Correct. tackles which he's done multiple times for us jeez he could he could be absolutely anything Matts. that's a thing it's
1: and he's still so young
0: it's crazy it's crazy you got so he kicked three Three, what do you have, 13 touches, eight marks, three goals. For two.
1: a forward, that's dominant. It's, it's that's a good day dominant.
0: out. It's a good day out. There's no doubt. Uh, Ramps, ever reliable up forward. You ever reliable. F- look, gave away a few, uh, a couple of cheap free kicks on oh, Joey down I thought
1: they were pretty shocking, to be honest, yeah, though.
0: Yeah, and unfortunately, with Ramps being slightly, you know, undersized, I think he... You know, you can get a little bit hands-on in those contests and he does give away the old free kick, but you know, you you're rather that than you know the the forward going out and taking at the least make up. him man it, Deeble. Exactly right. But Rampy's going on the on the right way. Missed a lot of footy last year as well, so it's good to see he was back to his best.
1: I'll tell you what. What are your thoughts on Reed?
0: Look, if he did not kick those two goals on the weekend, Fair call, fair play to him. He he nailed his opportunities that he has had on the weekend. Kicked two goals, serviceable six touches. You don't kick those goals, that's a very, very average day out, Mads.
1: Who, um, see, do you know who else I really liked? Mm-hmm. Who I probably like more than Sam Raid. Yep. Hayden McLean.
0: Yeah, yeah, look, he's got a bit of growing to do on me. I think he's still very raw. Oh, he, he is very raw. he's not he's not your natural footballer I wouldn't
1: have thought he'd played 10 games no oh,
0: absolutely not still a lot of time a lot of time but when you've got these natural forwards up there with, with the the ilk of Heaney McDonald buddy coming back in to the side I, I yep. think he's probably gonna make make way and you know Reed still plays as well uh is Reed just in there to sort of pinch hit with uh Hickey or is that what McLean well, was doing on the
1: weekend? I, uh, so McLean's played 11 games, actually. Yeah. There you go. Um, yeah, I think I think that was sort of the idea with McLean, but Hickey did it most, most himself.
0: Yeah, I didn't see too much. I nah. was trying to think back there. I didn't nah. see too much sort of, you know, rotation through the middle. No. Nah. I think that's something they do have to take into consideration is – Playing a hundred percent game time in that ruck position is brutal. You f- you f- it's physically taxing all day. Absolutely, so that's why I have a
1: lot of respect for Sinkers.
0: Yeah, Sinkers did it for. A, yeah. He's done it for a couple of years, and I'll, oh, I would prefer Sinkers in there than McLean, but probably McLean's a little bit more agile than Sinkers. So that's I just think he's it, better around the ground. Yeah, that's why. Why he's playing, but it'll be interesting when it comes to selection. There's no doubt.
1: Right, Dable. Yep. Wixie. Wixie.
0: Wasn't he good? Phenomenal. Just dangerous up forward He's like, got a bit of aggro too. And he's a he's like Tom Papley's young brother. Yep. He he's yep. cut from the same cloth as, they say, Mads. and <laughs> Do they say that to them? <laughs> Cut from do? the same cloth. Very good. I'm pretty sure that's no, the same. No, they do,
1: they do. That's they do. That's <laughs> it's just float off the tongue I'm nicely sorry. there, isn't it?
0: <laughs> but yeah, I think uh yeah. Papley and Wixie are cut from
1: the same cloth and didn't rate Papley's game for mine, Debs.
0: Yeah, hot take. Yeah, a little bit, little bit quiet. But it's believes
1: it's, his own hype, Debs.
0: Yeah, but can you have ten best on grounds out there? You know, no, I don't. No, I don't,
1: you you can't. But I'm saying, following on from the second half of his last year, which I thought was pretty putrid. Yeah, pretty, um, pretty low key. Yeah, i th- I think he's, I think he's been average. Yeah. to be honest, yeah. in terms of his potential and what he can do.
0: Yeah, oh. see, I, I would love to see Paps get a little bit of a run through that midfield. We saw it in a few games last year and that sort of... I was I- just about to say that. I- his evasiveness was huge and not Well, many- just the
1: burst, the burst, uh, Yeah, and you know... Uh, burst, take a bounce, gain yeah. some
0: meterage and kick, yeah. yeah. It, it's huge. It's huge for, you know, the way we play footy and, you know... Get through that first line of defense to open up the game. Papley could be huge for that. I, I really want to see that sort of five-minute injection of Paps in the middle. Yeah. Uh, no.
1: So so do I. Yeah. Not. And not, he can. But you can't. I mean, we've got you've got Joey Kennedy in there, right? Now yeah. he had 17 on the weekend. Yeah. Okay. But he's slowing down. Yeah. Uh, you you definitely need injection of of burst inside like outside run. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's that's what you need.
0: Yeah. Now I think hopefully we see that um, from the, the coaching coaching side of things we see perhaps go through there, and just a couple more to touch on probably these three good games: Rowbottom, Dawson, George Hewitt.
1: Couldn't couldn't fault any of them. Yeah, look I, I uh, think Rowbottom I, was injured and uh, I was concerned. Yeah, and he he continued this. See, just what a club we've got, Debs. Just that Bloods culture. Bloods culture. True blood culture. When everyone else is using medical substitutes, what are yep. we doing? Nah, back on, Rowie.
0: Exactly. Rowie wanted to go back on. Back on, exactly right. But you know, him, Dawson, and Hewitt have had twenty apiece. George was good after not, um, you know, seen a lot of football last year. Again, another yep. one, another one out. So it's just good for him to find you know twenty odd disposals. That's very, very good for a first game back, and it's it's all pointing to positive.
1: Positive science, man. And t- was he? Now, here's a question for you. Righto. I, I you didn't watch it terribly closely. I kind of feel like he might have been floating around Lockie Neal, because do you know? You know, Lockie Neal didn't lay a tackle. Yeah, that's that's troubling.
0: Yeah, yeah. I, I think that's a.
1: And I think it says a lot about the way we operated at the Gabba on Saturday night. To yeah. Be
0: honest. Well, I think we'll. Well, that clean with the ball, there just weren't many opportunities to tackle. But, yeah, I, I can't say whether George actually had the role on Neil. Uh, I think he still had, you know, 24, 25 touches, but they definitely weren't damaging like no. they, they normally were. There's no doubt about that. But, you know, the the brand of footy where he played, Mads, 23 marks inside forward 50, unheard of number. It's, I, it,
1: yeah, unheard of, uh, not especially for us.
0: Yeah. And it's uh, to, you know, have a number like that. It, that is a clear way that we're going to be playing footy. We got frustrated with it last year and the year before with constant bombing in on buddies' heads. Since head.
1: we started the podcast, Deeps, we've been crying out for them to lower their eyes.
0: Lower the eyes. Going inside 50. It's all calculated. And we're going that quick that defences can't set up this rolling team defence. Doesn't stand up when you're moving the ball with bullet passes on, on great kicks of the footy.
1: We've gone from, you know, slow and defensive on a dime to exciting like just bullet passes. It's phenomenal. Speaking of bullet passes, I thought Oflow was good without being great. Yep. But I think he's working back into it. I mean, there's always the uh the the chance of having that that's sort of sophomore blues type situation. But yep. but I think he's uh I think he's on the right track again.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. And that about wraps up the first segment, Mads. We've put 25 minutes into the review of the game it's against a big, it's a big the Brisbane Lions table. up at the Gabitoire. Gee, it was exciting. I hope you're ex- as excited as uh, we are, True Bloods. But we'll be back soon uh, with segment two. Is it a busy couple
2: days for him? It's been a busy couple of days, yeah. He, um, no, he's, he's um, over the moon. he has been a while since he's played as well. and um, He's going to bring a lot of energy to us and... Uh, we can't wait to have him back in there and, and hopefully kick a bag. Will we have the energy, though, he's just sort of <laughs> the of the household. Yeah. He's had a little fella, yeah. No, no, he'll definitely have the energy. I think he'll, he'll get up and about no matter what. But um, he's just excited to be back with um, with the boys out in the, the SCG, which is amazing as well, and hopefully with a full crowd. So if we get a full crowd of red and white there, that'll be even better. And
0: does he lift the players when he comes back? He's such a huge
2: you know, figure. Yeah, there's something about Buddy. Come, he comes in, even when he comes to training, there's something about him that, that brings energy and. I guess brings confidence within the group as well, knowing that um, all you to do is get him the ball and let him do the rest. So, um, no, it's definitely a lot of energy around him. Longmire said earlier this week that he won't play every game. <coughs> uh, but regardless, what does he bring to this line? Everything. Um, hopefully he can play, yeah, I guess a fair chunk of the season. That would be nice and, and stay, um, I guess, away from the, the injuries. But I think he just brings, he brings, like I said, the excitement, the the experience within that forward group. We've got a really young forward group. Um, and then hopefully he can just... Hit the scoreboard, pressure, like he always does. And um, when he runs out there, we all stand taller. So um, yeah, we're excited to have him back.
0: Welcome back to True Blood segment two. We're underway. We've just heard from Isaac Heaney in regards to Buddy.
1: They stand taller when he's out there, Debs.
0: Well, what does what does Buddy mean to you when mean to the side when he when he's playing? Absolutely everything, Mads.
1: Correct, Debs.
0: And that's huge. And that sort of leads us into our social question, Mads, which was uh, it was a good one. And now I've got it in front of me, Mad. So hashtag ask the faithful. Buddy, the big number 23 is back this weekend. But is this the best thing for the team? How will he fit into the new setup? Who gets dropped to accommodate his return? All right, I've gone with, uh, you know, close to me, family member, big John O'Deodonado, my cousin. Can only be a positive thing for the Bloods. I honestly believe the big bud can still win a game off his own boot. With the young talent now in the side, and more specifically down forward, it will be, it will free up the, the dangerous players for us. No opposing side in their right mind will will not play their best defender on Bud, as long as he is fit and healthy, he always has a spot in the side for mine. For mine, Jono, <laughs> I expect him to play in short and medium bursts, and the medical sub uh, could be the tool, be a tool that Bloods uh, use. Um, to use Buddy. That so, is
1: that is a good point, I hadn't heard, yeah, thought about definitely that. definitely
0: a point, so well said from Jono, there's uh, some good points there and yeah, he, <laughs> he's probably bang on saying that yeah, no club in their right mind doesn't play their best player on Buddy and that's Correct. just going to free up, you know, your Logan McDonald your Isaac Heaney's and there's a, a bit of danger up All forward there, mate. All of a there, sudden, deeps, we're just
1: looking very good. Yeah. We're looking very good, Deeps. We're looking we're very looking dangerous. Very um, there are a few for mine's going on around the the comments, which is good. We
0: love a mine.
1: It's a crowd favourite here. It's a crowd um, favourite. Noah Hayden dropped one. I'm sorry, Noah. It's, uh, I've got a, I'm have got just going to go with, with somebody who's um, not overly keen on the Budweiser, and that's Jeff Marlowe. Um, the, the question was, of course, who would uh, who would get dropped to accommodate. Who would
0: make way. Yes.
1: And uh, Jeff Marlowe actually said nobody. Debs, yeah. and I'll tell you why. Go on. He said nobody. Quarter of a reserves game doesn't deserve an AFL return. Buddy is great and all, but he's older now and he should have at least another full reserves game to build match fitness first. I, th- I don't think... Jeff is so off the mark there. I think he's off the mark in the sense that, in terms of Buddy being match fit, I mean Buddy, he doesn't need to. He doesn't need to be match fit to to offer the impact that he can offer. It's not like he's a midfielder. Exactly. he's not your, yep. your Luke Parker type. He just needs to mark the ball, get on that big raking arc outside fifty, and kick a few snags. That's what he needs to do, Debs. Whether he's fit or not, uh, it, it doesn't. To me, that doesn't really come into it. I mean, it's Buddy Franklin, as you said, it's going to demand the best defender from, from Adelaide. Um, and as Isaac Haney said, the, the influence he has from a, dare I say, a deble, spiritual perspective to that club is immeasurable.
0: Yeah, it, it's massive, Mads. And... You know, to have Buddy back, it's going to be huge, but it's huge for the club too. You know, people go to the footy to watch Lance Franklin. Let's be honest. It's butts
1: and seeds stable.
0: It does. And and we need that up in Sydney. And it's gonna be absolutely huge for everyone back at the SCG this weekend. The boys are flying. I encourage anyone in Sydney who's listening um, to this podcast or Interstate if you've got the facility to get over there to get to that game because we've really got to get behind our club. There's no doubt. Um, you know, we've been down the bottom of the ladder for a little bit and you know, they're showing us the promise and we really do need to support the club, but mads, mad's big stable. Big game against the Croweys this week.
1: Well, here's the thing, Dable. The Crows were excellent on the weekend.
0: They were. They excellent. Were. The, the one thing I will say is they probably only played, you know, two and a half quarters of absolute electric football, which Geelong could not stop, but they were raking themselves back into that game big time. And if they converted on a few opportunities, I think the Cats were definitely coming. But... Kudos to the crows. I always watch the crows uh, pretty closely with uh, one of my best mates playing over there. But you know, it, it's it's I don't know the, the it's a dangerous game for us. I guess it, have we we got to make sure we don't get too far ahead of ourselves. It's super
1: dangerous. Yeah, for mine.
0: and you know, being a, a you know a Saturday afternoon game up there. You know, it's been wet up in Sydney. I'm not too sure what the forecast is for the weekend. Hopefully, it's a bit of dry weather football because I think that could be the way our game style is going.
1: I don't think our game style suits wet weather football Wet weather football now. So. Yeah, we're, we're more outside than inside
0: now. Yeah. So, hopefully, there's some good weather coming up there in Sydney. But um,
1: Get the weather report up, Debel. Be Jane Bunn for this podcast. Yeah, we'll, we'll
0: get some Adelaide-Sydney uh, weather.
1: One thing, while, while Debel's getting that up, um, I really, really want Nick Blakey to have a breakout year. Yep. I think I think he has so much natural talent and I think the fact that his father's no longer at the club can only be a good thing I mean I think I think that puts a lot of undue pressure on someone to to perform um, even even to a much better higher level than than you otherwise probably could. But I think he's, he's ready. He's been touted as a phenomenal player for a number of years and I think he's ready to really find his spot. I think he's great on the wing. I think he's phenomenal there. I think he's quick. I think he's tough. I think he... Loves footy and I think this could be a really good year for him to break out along with a number of other people. I'm really excited.
0: Yeah, we we didn't touch on him in the the review of last week's game, but still did his good things. He hit the scoreboard. He's a good kick of the footy when he gets it right. I will say his kicking style is a bit inconsistent. I think that's one area where he can get a lot better. But don't get me wrong; he's he's dynamite by foot sometimes. And he, he can
1: kick a long way though, which I like. If he if he gets it on the wing, he can boot it very very deep into the forward 50. Yeah, he's got
0: that bullet like pass too, with you know good penetration. But yeah, if he can just get that those the consistency into his game, he's definitely going to be a dangerous player for us. But just touching on the weather mads, they've had a you know they've had a sunny day up there today. So twenty nine up there, no rain. Forecasted rain for Thursday, Friday, and Saturday is 25 and sunny. No rain expected.
1: Oh, and the SCG drains like a dream. Drains
0: people. like an absolute dream. I think in the T20, the Big Bash, they got a game underway there somehow, and it had been raining for days. They, you know, they managed to pull off a game. So drainage is uh,
1: 25 and sunny after. So with a little bit of moisture on the ground, would be phenomenal, Debo. Yeah,
0: it's going to dry out. So I think that plays into our hands very well. But you know, the, the Crows have, you know, they've done the same thing as us. They've, you know, they've gone up against a, a competitor of last year. They took it up to him. They won. And they're going to be up and about. Let's
1: well, it be was, fair. It was very similar because I I watched that game with, with great delight. And you just kept waiting for Geelong to kick. And they probably kicked a lot more than Brisbane did, to yeah. be honest. No, there's no doubt. Um, to the point where the game was really in the balance where the game – even though July, Brisbane got close, you knew we were probably going to win that game. Um, so there's a lot to like about Adelaide. I think um, Tex Walker really turned back the clock. He did. I think Rory Sloan was phenomenal as well. Um but I think, I, I honestly think we, if we don't get ahead of ourselves, Debs, and, and that's why it is a danger game. Yep. But if we don't get ahead of ourselves, I think we'll, we'll be able to to just sort them out nicely.
0: Absolutely. Let's just touch on Tex. Uh, you know, he, he really was hitting up at the ball. Yeah. Hitting up at the ball. And that means the midfield was doing a really good job um, for the Crows. But he's sort of a little bit one dimensional these days. And I think Rampy. Is the perfect player for Tex. Tex isn't overly powerful. Don't get me wrong. Big, strong guy, but he he's not a six foot four, six foot five Tom Hawkins, Mm. right? So I think Rampy matches up on Tex really well. So I think he's going to be able to negate um, Tex relatively well. And I think you put a tag at a lead. I think George goes to Laird this week, and so much of their he was damaging comes yep. through Laird. And he Laird made the move last year into the midfield for the Crows. So I, I'm hoping this is what I would do if I was in a match committee, get me in there, horse, just saying. <laughs> but definitely go put George to Laird, and I think that goes a long way to negating you know a lot of their influence out of the middle.
1: Yep. No, I'm with you. I'm with you. Um, Will Seedsman, well, well, your mate Your mate Cedo. get a go?
0: Cedo. yeah, he's gone well last week. He's had the 21 touches. He always goes, all right, Cedo. He's bat- he's worked hard this preseason, so I hope he goes well, And but I just hope he's not putting through torps from uh, 55 metres out after the f- quarter, first quarter siren like he did a couple of years ago, Mads. Mm. I hope he's not doing that. Look, not I, ideal. You know, I hope he got, does it, has a good game, but, you know... N- Swanee still get the result. That's always You'd hope the, so, the prime result. I, I think an interesting matchup will be Riley O'Brien and Tom Hickey. Yep. After Hickey was so large for us last week, earning his own pill, he's up against a real sort of tap ruckman in in Riley O'Brien. So that's going to be interesting to see how he can compete in the contest. But I think he may be able to burn him on Oscar, the outside. Oscar,
1: Oscar McInerney is a tap ruckman as well, yep. right? Like, I, I think I think Tom Hickey... I mean, I thought we were, to be honest, Abel. I thought we were getting a, a, a fully fledged reject. Um, yeah. hadn't seen hadn't seen a lot of him. No. to be honest, hadn't hadn't paid enough attention or any attention whatsoever to him. Um, but Riley O'Brien's Riley O'Brien, right? And Oscar McInerney's Oscar McInerney. Hey, Ruckman, they're not. We've seen with Brody Grundy, Ruckman aren't much, really, are they? You don't want to overpay a Ruckman.
0: Yeah, you don't want to have a Ruckman on a million dollars no. for seven years. So there's no doubt Dumb
1: about asses. that. Um, but I, I, I back him in. I think his work rate. You're at your fourth club. You you want to – he's, what, 31 years old? You're trying to leave a legacy now, yep. right? You've been at four clubs. You've got an opportunity here. You've only got sort of maybe one or two years left in you. Yep. Maybe. You're trying to leave a legacy now. Now's the time for Tom Hickey.
0: And I think I know how to negate the crows too. I think yeah, I, I think I, I know where all their forward structure goes through. Well, wait, tell us. Tom Lynch. Yeah, correct. Leads up at the ball, hits up good kick of the footy, hits targets, try, attempts to hit the scoreboard and also just sort of, you know, just a you know, an influential player across that half forward line and a lot of their play goes through their mads. And I think with T-Mac on Lynch and being agile enough to go with him around the grounds, that's probably, you know, Lynch's big strength is his engine. He can sort of, you know, get up and down the ground. And I think T-Mac's sort of on that Road as such, and this is a big game for T Mac. He's someone we didn't speak
1: about as uh, at all, as well.
0: Absolutely, like T Mac goes to Lynch. There's no doubt for mine Yeah, definitely. And
1: he can move with him. You know,
0: it's it's a big game. It's it's you know Lynch has been a good huge contest, good player for a long time. And I think if we win that contest, it goes a long way to us winning this game. You know, it's 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 it's
1: massive. Deebal, who comes out for Buddy?
0: McLean, it's a pretty straightforward
1: one. I'd take Sam Reid out personally.
0: I don't, yeah, I think with the two goals, I think it just keeps him in. I, I, I tend to agree. I, I just don't know if if they're going to pull the trigger on Reid. They haven't. They, they've never. Why? Dro- uh, why
1: don't they?
0: I don't know. They haven't. They just have not pulled the trigger on Reid the whole time we've been at the club. I like been talking about the club. I should say. Yeah, it's, it's crazy. It is. It's interesting stuff to whether Reid, um, you know, is battling for his spot this year, or is he just a, a walk? He should up have been start.
1: battling for his spot for the last four years. Yeah, and yeah. he just hasn't been. I don't understand why. But
0: yeah, that and you know that makes me think: Are we too critical of Reidy? But you know, the the proof's in the pudding for mine. That the output has not
1: been there. There's not, been no those. No, he was on big money. Yeah. He was on he was on like eight hundred grand a year.
0: Yeah, look it
1: could be a surprise come selection
0: time, Mads. Could be a real surprise. But yeah, it'd be McLean out of the side for mine. And, you know, Reed just sort of maybe brings that little bit more experience into a young side that we've got out there. So I there think a bit that, more
1: running under the footy, you reckon, dad? Yeah. Oh
0: mate. Mate, don't get me started. Don't get me started. But um, yeah, it'll be interesting to come Thursday night or Friday night. I think the Saturday teams may be coming out on Friday now, Mads. Yeah, it's, it's, Friday. it's Friday. It's Friday. So they give them a little bit extra day. So it comes out on the Friday and it will be an interesting uh, selection come selection day on Friday, Mads. All right, hit me with your prediction, mate. What are you feeling?
1: I, I think we'll win. Yep. But, I mean, it I think round two is arguably more, more important and more of a barometer. As yeah. to how your team is to going to back
0: up the performance of yeah. last week, especially yeah. being such a yeah huge. So guys, like, huge guys like
1: guys like Brisbane and Geelong, right? They they have to win because they have to they have to show that round one was an anomaly. Yeah, there's some um,
0: some stupid stat when you lose your, your first, first two, two you're, done. You're, you're done. You're done. Yeah. I think six teams out of fifty six have made finals. We we
1: are one of the only teams ever. We went oh and six and made the finals. We are the only,
0: yeah, I can tell you that. Yeah. Two thousand seventeen.
1: Yeah. Yep. Um so and and interestingly, Brisbane and Geelong play each other. So that that'll be
0: someone's going to phenomenal too. Yeah.
1: Um but yeah, we just we just have to and we've always we've got a history of doing it, just staying cool, calm and collected, not believing the hype and just getting the job done. There was a great video, Devil. And I don't know if you've watched it. Anyone listening, challenge you. Pour a whiskey. Turn all the lights off. Go on YouTube on the TV and just just uh, search. Uh, is it take the baton?
0: Take the baton.
1: A video video with Kennedy talking about something Longmire said in the uh, in the two thousand and fourteen Grand Final. Yep. Although it didn't turn out well, it's a very good message. In regards to the way we play our game, yeah, um, I can't say
0: I've seen that one, Mad. So, you know, when I got a bit of downtime, I might get that one on when I want to I wanna feel a bit of motivation, Mad. So I might, I might flick that one on, but yeah. Definitely give that a look, mate, but
1: um but that, that is part and parcel of the way we go about it, right? And we, we don't believe our own hype and we, we should just go in and get the job done. So that's what I'm hoping is the outcome. So a very long winded answer to your question is I think we'll win by four goals.
0: Follow mate, you've read my mind there. I was I'm around that three four goal mark. Uh, I think it'll be quite a good game and you know
1: Buddy to kick three.
0: Buddy to kick three. Just like to see Buddy get through the whole game. Yeah. That's what we want. You know how effective he is, you know. Long time out of footy, but you know, he's played 300 games now, so. So you'll absolutely back him in, Mads. I think we might jump into the tips for the weekend, mate. Love to. Absolutely. All right, let's go with uh, some Thursday night footy. Carlton, Collingwood, two
1: old foes. I will be uh, nicely situated on level one of the MCC. Just stable. rocking
0: down from your nice pad in Jollymont? Is yeah, that cor- what you're going to cor- be doing, there? Correct,
1: correct, Stable. That, that will be exactly what I do. Perfect Hopefully range. there's just some light rain and I can just uh, put the hood up on my Kathmandu jacket <laughs> and stroll into gate two, get a gluten-free beer at the MCC and just sit at my seat because you can drink in the seats at the MCC the moment. Beautiful. Well, Due to COVID. You'd hope so. You'd there are some so. silver linings to that cloud, Dable.
0: That's it. I hope the AFL members is the same for uh, next week when the Swannies versus Mighty Tigers and oh, we'll be there. Yes.
1: Um, right. Now, Carlton, Collingwood, there was some conjecture in the office about this one today. It's an interesting game, mate. Well, I said I'm, I said, will absolutely 100% back Carlton.
0: They were... They
1: were I liked them. Liked the way they went the Tigers, about it. Yeah. Liked the way they went about it. Loved Fisher. Loved yep. Fisher's game. Zach Fisher, yeah. Yep, yep. Um, and they've got a couple of good, uh, good blokes back. Jack Martin, yeah, from last week, we've got him back. Yeah, uh, Zach Williams Dustin, as well. Dustin, yes, just da- Dustin, not Jack. Yeah, um, and Williams. I, I think Collingwood are a rabble and a shell of themselves, and have made some very poor choices in the off season, and they butchered their president, and I reckon they're going to be garbage this year, and I reckon Carlton will do do them in
0: falling off the cliff. Yep. The pies are. And I hate to say but I absolutely love what's going on. Love it. <laughs> I absolutely love it.
1: I do, to be honest, it just very quickly on this. Yep. I there used to be a point in time where I really despised Collingwood. I actually started to really like Collingwood in the sort of 2010 onwards. I thought I ah, I don't mind him. Yeah. Now I'm just like, uh ah, Yourself. The fact that they pay a Ruckman that much money.
0: Yeah, it's unheard of. Yeah. But yeah, let's stop talking about that club for now. Uh, Move on to Geelong and Brisbane. I'm good.
1: Geelong and Brisbane. Well, what can we say? One of them is going to go zipping two. Zipping
0: two, yeah. We touched on that earlier. Uh, I think it's down at GMHBA. That's a huge advantage for Geelong. So yeah, Cats. To bounce back for me, I think that was just no danger field for three weeks. Obviously, that's a big talking point. I think it's been spoken about enough
1: in the media. He said it was like um, being on trial for murder.
0: Yeah. All right. Look, let's have a chat about it then. this is how I see it, Mads, and we've been saying it for a long time. Concussion equals weeks, so there's no doubt about it. But the the part I don't like about it, Mads, is the bump is fair. I don't care what anyone else says. Love the says. bump, Debs. The, the bump that Dangerfield laid on uh, – who was it? Uh, Jake. Jake Kelly. Jake Kelly. Yeah. Um, the bump he laid was fair. It's the accidental head knock that has caused, you know, hard head knocked Kelly out. And – I, I understand you've got to protect the head and, you know, it's a consequence of Paddy's uh, action, but I just, I just don't like how the, the outcome... Dable. Go on.
1: Action versus outcome or result. Yeah. It was completely accidental. H- completely accidental. Th- we the- are punishing the... Result, yeah. Not the action.
0: No, this, this is where you have to break it up, Matt. It's the head clash is accidental. The bump is intentional. And that's what's been frustrating for me in the media this week. I find it so frustrating. Oh, it's just like, oh, of course it was intentional. But, like, the the outcome, the head clash is accidental. Yeah. So, look... I don't know if someone gets knocked out. It's weeks. That's how it's been for a while. But yeah, that doesn't make
1: it right though, deep.
0: Yeah, it's like you get you get someone two people doing the same thing. One gets knocked out. One doesn't. One goes on plays next week. One gets. The big
1: thing is them not taking part in the game for the rest of the game. It's like well, it depends who you hit. Yeah, like that's ridiculous. Yeah, it's frustrating. But I think the longer the time
0: goes on, that you know, if someone's knocked out, it's weeks. That's how it is. Got to grow up, move on. That's how it is, and accept it. So, yeah. doesn't doesn't make it right though. no nah, I, but I, I, I'm with you, Mads. I, I do. But I, th- I think we see eye to eye on this one.
1: Oh yeah, I would have thought so. Um, that's gonna hurt them big time though, because Selwood is on his last legs for mine.
0: Yeah, yeah. I but I think just the advantage down there. Um, you know, a couple of big injuries. So it'd be an interesting game. But I'm gonna back Geelong by a couple goals down there just to get it done.
1: Yeah, right. I'm actually gonna back Brisbane. There you go. I think Geelong I think Geelong have attempted to purchase a premiership here and I think it's backfired on them. Well, and and I think Brisbane are gonna win. I think Fagan is an infinitely better coach than Chris Scott, to be honest. Well
0: it's not many times in history, Mads, that people have bought a side, have traded for Carl, superstars. Carlton
1: ninety five.
0: And the, unfortunately you can even say it about us, mate, we paid these this these big bucks for buddy. And it didn't get us a flare. It got us buddy That's close. That's just one player, though. They've, uh, yeah. bought,
1: they've bought a number of them over the last he, couple of
0: years. I'm with you. I understand. But, yeah, anyway.
1: Isaac uh, Smith was good last week.
0: He was, yeah. Good player. Good player, Isaac Smith, on a wing. Running power. So we, we've already tipped the Swanies game. Port Adelaide v. Essendon. <laughs> <laughs> Don's last week. Jeez. 40-point lead. See you later.
1: This will be an eight-goal win to Port Adelaide. Yeah, port, easy, nothing mate. more needs to be port, said.
0: Very good last week against North. Got the job. Literally,
1: yeah. <laughs> Brown, low form. Yeah.
0: <laughs> righto, righto. Gold Coast and North.
1: Um, do we even care? Gold Coast, though.
0: Not really. Gold Coast up there. St Kilda and Melbourne.
1: Sinus. <laughs> <laughs> D's. S- D's. What? You can't tip the
0: demons You have to, have to tip the D's. St Kilda's pretty undermanned. Um did good job up. saners
1: saners by two goals.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Melbourne by a couple for me. Yeah, right. Uh Hawks and Richmond at the, the G.
1: Tigers by a bit.
0: Yeah, Tigers.
1: Oh, that's the early game. That's a weird yeah, early yeah, game. It
0: is. Uh Frio GWS.
1: Frio at Optus.
0: Yeah, GWS were disappointing not to get the win there. Uh, yeah,
1: disappointing and at Optus Stadium. That's the only reason I'm making the call. Otherwise, I think it'd be a pretty good game. Yeah,
0: Freo's got a pretty good young crop over there, so no
1: Sunny Walters though.
0: Yeah, we thought he was in last week.
1: I to be honest, yeah. I was watching that Melbourne Freo game. Yeah, as garbage as it was, I, it was tailor made for a Monday special yeah. in the final quarter. Yeah, but it just didn't happen. So I reckon I reckon they'll get the job done.
0: Freo this week and Bulldogs. West Coast.
1: Probably the game of the round.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Dogs are exciting. There's no doubt about dogs that. Are really,
1: dogs have the best midfield in the game.
0: Yeah, really exciting.
1: Um, as much as I still can't get over what happened, you know, five years ago. Yeah, yeah.
0: Don't bring it up, still mate. Still wake up screaming. That's it. <laughs> I, think, I think dogs get it done in Melbourne, mate. Yep. Absolutely. And that wraps up the tips and... For this week Probably wraps up everything Gabriel. It does mate This has been True Bloods The number one independent Sydney Swans fan podcast We would really appreciate If you could uh, subscribe and like And even tell a friend You know Tell one Sydney supporter You know Have a listen to the podcast If you enjoy it They might enjoy it too And we're, uh, we're looking at Really sort of growing um, This podcast this year So we would appreciate You know Tell a friend And get them on board Like and subscribe Give us a review And as we say Mads Speaking words of wisdom. Up the
2: swannies.